Hey, it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windowsill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. I am so glad you're here. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. I've spent time in the trenches, figuring out the best way to get something made, how to put oneself out there, how to get your work noticed, and pull yourself up and face the next challenge. Windowsill Chats brings you creativity from a global perspective, as I talk in depth to friends I've met along the way. I'm here to bring their stories to you, as well as a few of my own, and see if there's anything you can pull out for yourself. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and join me over in my sunny windowsill. Yes, I need your trouble. Welcome back. You have found yourself in the windowsill, windowsill chats here with another episode. I really enjoyed this colorful, energetic conversation with Bethany Andrews Nichols of Bonanza Design today. But before we dig in, I am just so grateful for the reviews. And when I'm looking through them, I look through them just before I record the introductions and I try and find things that kind of feel like they connect. So since this seems to connect with many of you, I thank you. Today, I'm reading a review by a nickname here it's entitled My New Favorite Thing. My new favorite thing, I came to Windowsill Chats because I saw a few artists that I'd like to hear more about. I stayed and subscribed to Windowsill Chats because of the sweet, wise, and gentle host, Margo. Oh, thanks. Who is my new best friend? She just doesn't know it yet. This podcast is so refreshing. Yes, I gain countless creativity tips and incredible artistic business advice, but there's something so special about the gentle and welcoming energy that Margo radiates. She makes me feel seen and heard. She gives me a community while I'm creating in my studio alone, and she feels like a cheerleader for my success, but in the most compassionate and loving way. The interviews really feel more like the best creative coffee conversations you have with friends. I loved being introduced to more artists and makers who all have wonderful stories and wisdom to share. Thank you so much for creating this podcast, Margot. I have now caught up on all the archives and I look forward to each week with a new episode. A nickname here. You kind of hit the nail on the proverbial head of what I'm trying to do. So I can't wait to someday have coffee with you sometime and chat about what you're up to. I really appreciate it. And the reason this review spoke to me is because today I'm talking to Bethany and Bethany, I met, I didn't know who she was before I took a a morning course of hers at a retreat that we were both attending. And I was immediately struck by her energy. Just she's adorable. First of all, she was wearing something she had block printed and made her, her patterns were not your usual They're bold, graphic, great colors, confident. And I just was like, who is this person? Why haven't I seen this person yet? And then um, Bethany was also in the first Creative Mojo class that Natalie Shepard and I teach together. And so I got to know her a little bit more. And it feeds right into just sort of this path. My passion for finding artists that I don't know about, 
understanding what their desires are, kind of hearing that out, certainly, certainly supporting supporting that path and that effort to to grow. And I can't remember, you know, we talked before and after in this podcast and we were talking about, I was asking Bethany, you know, how can we find you? How can we buy what you're selling? And she makes a uh, limited edition prints, which you'll hear about, but we talked about ways to expand that. So hopefully you'll see more of her because when you go to her website at bonanzadesign.com, you'll be blown away by just her personal creativity and the mark she's making. It's it's pretty stunning. So just a quick little bit more about Bethany, since I've been rambling. Bethany loves to explore patterns through block printing to find innovative ways to interpret the use of repeated graphics. This could become a giant block printed mural or hand printed pattern on leather, fabric, or paper, hosting block printing workshops, or simply losing herself in an illustration. After graduating with her BFA in 2006, she worked several design jobs rounding out her corporate career as the associate creative director for an in-house agency that supported several national breweries. In 2017, she took a trip to Jaipur, India with ACE Camps to learn about the ancient art of block printing. She was immediately hooked, and that is where the Bonanza story begins. Bethany is a pattern designer, block print artist, and the owner of Bonanza. That's spelled B-E-E-N-A-N-Z-A, by the way. She often block prints her highly graphic repeats to embrace the uniqueness inherent in the process. Bethany believes the addition of pattern anywhere and everywhere helps add an element of humanity. Grab a cup of tea or a glass of wine and sit on down and listen to Bethany and myself as we dig into her process. Thanks for being here. I am so, so pleased to be able to chat today with Bethany Andrews Nichols. Bethany, thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Margo. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Well, I just, <laughs> if you could only see what I see on the screen, I, I, I might've snuck a little screenshot, but, but it's Bethany is sitting in Bethany land. She's got this vibrant blue turquoise wall and her work all around her, her pants are screened with her designs. It's just colorful and delicious. So get yourself over to her, her website and her Instagram as soon as possible, which of course will be in the show notes. So tell us how this all started. I want to know what, what's the Bethany history? Okay. So I am one of seven kids. That is very much how I think when I was little, I got creative because I was the youngest for a while. None of my siblings wanted to play with me. I was just like <laughs> making ice skates with paper. My mom like tells these stories about me around the living room. There's like, we didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese very often. And I was obsessed with ski ball. So I like made my own little ski ball thing in the oh living room. Gosh. And I went to an elementary and high school that was not very creatively focused. And my senior year, it was like very academic. And my senior year, we moved schools. Mm, that's a challenge. Yes, it was. But the great thing is, is that my, I was all set academically and this new school had an awesome art program. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I have no portfolio. I'd like to go to college for art, but I got, I've got nothing, mm -hmm. but I have a year to do, to do something. And my, oh my God, my teachers were amazing. You know, and I, then I, I had a little meager portfolio of stuff that I don't even want to talk about, but, um, <laughs> well, we have to start somewhere. And it sounds like you knew, you knew you wanted to make that happen. Yeah, I, I knew. And, but I didn't know, uh, you know, I went to Syracuse to the art school and they were kind of like, my portfolio isn't enough to get me into an art school. Mm -hmm. So 
there was a, one of the SUNY schools in Buffalo mm-hmm. had a design program and they accepted students into the program for their freshman and sophomore year to build their portfolio. And then you got officially into the program your junior and senior. Oh, year. smart. That's very smart. So I was like, that's it. You know, I'm like able to take the classes. I'm able to develop my skills, all the things, you know, so I started taking um, design classes, drawing classes, ceramic classes. You know, I wanted to be, I wanted to do ceramics. My mom and dad are very open-minded, but my mom said that I should consider being able to support myself after I get my degree. What's with the wise parenting? I mean, come on. (laughs) I was like, all right, I'll do graphic design. I did great. I mean, I like I truly believe actually I just had a call last December with the senior class from Aww. Buff State, which is where I went, oh, the senior designers. And um, I was like, you know, it's I, I believe that based on my experiences so far, that it doesn't really matter where you go to school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It matters what you put into it. Exactly. Did you do you apply yourself? What yeah. you put into it. Yes. So, so that's, that's it. I, you know, I graduated from a SUNY school. I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm doing this. I want to work for Target. So my boyfriend and I at the time moved to Minneapolis and I was like, I'm going to work for Target. <laughs> Did you move before you had a job? Yes. He got a to job. Minneapolis. So, yeah. Oh, okay. We were like, well, I we can got- relate to that. So personally, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I didn't get a job at Target. I got a job at a PR firm as a junior designer in Minneapolis doing like, I was like actually doing what I went to school for, which was more than I could say a lot of, for a lot of my friends that graduated with me doing fun things like PR, like press kits for like Betty Crocker and like mm-hmm. fun. It was, it was pretty fun. But then I was like, all right, I'm ready for the next thing. And we decided to move to Chicago. Then I moved to Vermont. And after searching for a job for a year in Chicago, in the moving van, on the way to Burlington, I got a call from Magic Hat Brewery for an interview. I, at the time, was three months pregnant. And I didn't want to screw up the interview by sharing it too early, but I knew that it couldn't affect anything if I didn't share it because that would be messed up of them. So I went through the whole process. I didn't tell anybody. They called to offer me the job for a designer. And I was like, oh, and by the way, <laughs> I'm pregnant. I ended up being with them for almost nine years. So oh, such a good choice for everybody. But yeah. Yeah, I had <laughs> that. It was fine. I started as a designer. Then I was a senior designer, then I was an art director, then I was the associate art director for um, the Magic Hat grew beyond uh, and there were several other breweries um, out west too. So that's where my focus wa- was with Portland Brewery. Wow, and, I'll um, have to dig in and see pyramid, you know, what yeah. art of yours I've had in my fridge. <laughs> so, but it was tough because a lot of my the other members of my team were doing local beer and you can mm-hmm. like go to the grocery store and see your work. And that's like cool. really awesome, yeah. you know, but it got to a point as we all know, as you continue on and yeah. get promotions and begin managing people that the work becomes less about 
the work and more about your team and the politics Mm -hmm. and emails and all the things. So I said, like, I was obviously a valuable member of the team. I said, I need to work four days a week. I need Mondays. I need my my Mondays. Mm -hmm. And I'll do whatever the other four days of the week, but I need this day. And so it was incredible. I like started, I like painted a strawberry on the side of my garage. I started painting pieces of wood that I found. Also, I was like able to go through the mail that is in stacks on our island in our kitchen and like just do things that you can't do when you're working from eight to five 30, five days a week. That's so, and it sounds like you really did make yourself do creative things, which is Oh my God. Yeah. I started like watercoloring, which I like opened my art box from college and was like, what's Mm. in here? (laughs) And yeah, just anything really, anything I was inspired to do. I like made faces with tracing paper overlays. Cool. So this was just about the time where my amazing partner and I, I had, I had been mentioning ACE camps for years I was like, oh my God, India, Lisbon. Oh my God, I want to go to Japan and do Shibori and like all the things. Um, But probably not till I retire, right? Like that was the conversation, just assuming that I was going to be 60 before I was able to do that. And so for Christmas, well, he put the deposit down for the trip to Jaipur for me. I have wanted to do that. I was talking to Beth Snyder, who also went to Ace Camp before she started Hemlock Goods. I've wanted to do that one for years. The first time I almost went to that block printing Ace Camp was probably early on, but I haven't been and you have. And I want to hear more. <laughs> it was just being a mom of two small kids. I hadn't done anything like this on my own since they were born and like packing for the trip and just like imagining the other people that would be at the, the this kind of trip I'm like like these feel like my people so like someone good. that's gonna like get on a plane and go to India to learn about pattern and oh my it was just I was so I'm so excited. it's that immersive there's something that about that immer- you're around other people that are completely inspired and inspiring you're immersed in the entire thing and and for those of you we'll we'll put a link to the to ACE camps, but it's, it's a pretty impressive, um, you don't just go and sit in a room and learn something you, you see, you travel around, you, I mean, you see how the printing is done. You, there's just a lot, you, you participate as well. And it's, it's not like you're going down the street to a, you know, something local you're in India looking at how block prints blocks are carved. And it's, it seems pretty magical. It, it, I mean, it, and watching, knowing what I know now in, also, and thinking about how much skill the carvers and the printers have, like those people that do the printing are so fast and incredible and they can line up colors and multiple blocks heart, without even looking just by feel. It's just, it's the ultimate by hand, the ultimate, yes. oh. every, every fiber of it. Yeah. By feel. That's amazing. I'd love to, I, I get kind of mesmerized by those videos you can see or those old ones of people, you know, block printing and it's just magical. So we'll get into this, but I met Bethany at Alt Summit because she was teaching class on block printing. But the thing that blew me away was 
Bethany, you had, uh, it wasn't just carve, a, carve an eraser. They were block, they were wooden block prints carved with your stuff. And I was like, this is a whole nother level. Very cool. And like lucky me when I got back from India, well, two weeks after I got back, I was laid off. <gasps> really? Yeah. Wow. It was, was that like, a surprise? They, they were downsizing. It was a huge surprise. It was a huge surprise. Yeah. They, and they wanted the team to be smaller. They wanted me to be part of the smaller team, but they wanted me to go back working five days mm -hmm. a week. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like rediscovering myself on this one day a week. I'm not going to yeah. be working five days. So they let me go. And it was so, I was like, so at peace with it. Yeah. Because I was like ready, ready to move on. That's a fantastic, perfect timing. It doesn't oh my God. happen. And I got them to help fund part of the trip by doing before, like by doing this big presentation about how it would help me be a better employee and blah, blah, blah. Nice. Are you listening, people? <laughs> There's an angle. Yeah. So I got back. We did some serious budget finagling for our family. And um, I was like, I just want to take this opportunity to just like be inspired. And in the beginning, I was like, well, I should get some clients to do some design work for so that I can actually fund the fund the fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was doing a lot of design work too, but it was more like, oh, I want to make a poster with a platypus on it. And I'm going to because I can. So thinking about all that, did when was that, by the way? That was 2017, November of 2017. Okay. So it was right. It was right after your, your trip. So then what? So I knew that I needed a website. I knew that I needed a logo. I knew that I wanted to be block printing. And I knew that my like ultimate dream involved pattern somehow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I was thinking back like in college, I took some fiber classes like in the background, you know, and then when I was with Magic Hat, I was doing lots of like I'd always incorporate a print of some kind in mm -hmm. the work that I was doing. And so like, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This isn't me just this isn't a whim. This is like, really the shit that right. excites you, me. Yeah, you knew it, you could feel it. Yeah, yeah. This is so like, good. very much a love. And I, and we talked about a little bit before, but like, I loved, you know, I have these ideas. I want to see this print come to life. I want to see how the shapes work together, but I don't necessarily want to do it on the computer. And I don't necessarily want to send that work to someone else to create it for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I want to actually have this thing that I designed and see what I can make with it. With right. So that whole idea of you being able to manage the process, you being able to make it yourself. Right. With your hands, not a nothing else in between besides right. a stamp or a block. So in the beginning, I was somebody that works with my partner was like, Oh, I met a woman who is getting her PhD in block printing. And I'm like, Oh my God, I need to meet this person. I didn't even know that was a thing. Wow. Um, yeah. She's incredible. She's from the Czech Republic and her husband is Indian um, from near Jaipur. And she spent a lot of time in Jaipur and like developed this amazing skill and was working with a group of women in Jaipur. And um, so he's telling me about her. And then he, he like gave me her email address. So I finally got up the nerve to write to her. And she was like, I'm on the road right now. Do you have 15 minutes? I'll give you a call. Like, 
right away. Oh my gosh. Wow. And then she just like, was like just this fountain of knowledge. I love that. Oh my, I was like, you're like my block printing angel. So she introduced me to Studio Bagru, who is who I work with to create my wood blocks. And I did backpacks with them. I've done masks with them. He actually came in May of 2019 here and did my first workshop with me. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He, he spends a lot of time in New York and he was like, well, I'm going to be there. Let's try to coordinate. And how cool. So he yeah. was there to when you taught your first workshop. Well, went, yeah. Wow. It's all about that's a little bit of a lesson in just reaching out, just connections. It's who we know. It's it's who we know. 100%. And she was so open and didn't care. So she was like, well, what do you want to make? I was like, what do I want to make? I want to make everything. So then actually, that's when I decided, okay, what's something that's unique to me? Like, I always carry a backpack. Mm -hmm. And I would love to have a backpack that I designed. So that was actually my first project, a block printed backpack with Studio Bagru. And uh, I did an I Fund Women campaign, and I got it funded. And we, it was amazing. I mean, it was such an awesome experience to work with them. I like, I did a technical drawing, had never done a technical drawing Mm -hmm. before. I was like YouTubing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was, and then like, you know, they're halfway across the world. So if there was something that maybe I could walk to someone's desk and be like, Hey, let's try it this way. Like, you right. can't, no, it's different, can't isn't it? That. That's right. So it took like almost a year for us to get these backpacks to a point where I was like ready to start sharing them. And that was my first big project. And it was super exciting. I shared, I did a lot of presentations about them. I, and actually that, so I did like my first three prints that I did was ultimately like, okay, I'm going to get in touch with a bunch of agents. That was in, in the beginning, in the first year. And I was like, this is really disheartening. Because mm. like, I like, I'm, I'm happy with the work that I'm doing, but I can't find the right person. Yeah. Yeah. To be willing to, to, to support me. To represent that in the way that where, where you were in sync on your goals yes. and possibilities. So I'm like, so cool. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make a product that I like, and I'm going to be in charge of the print and the look and the marketing and everything. It's a lot, but sometimes it's the best way. Sometimes it's the only way. Sometimes it's the way we can find. So it just depends, right? And a lot, so I, it's a lot of people have been asking about my bags, which is awesome, but I kind of feel like at this moment in time, I'm, it's just me Mm -hmm. doing this thing. And if my focus is not on the backpacks or on murals or on making a book, then the other things don't happen. Like I need to be really choosy about where my focus lies. Then otherwise it's just like, everything's gray. We talked about this in Mm -hmm. creative mojo, but like the buckets, like there's like 15 buckets all filled with an inch of water in front of me that I'm like tripping over. Mm-hmm. Need to like consolidate my buckets. <laughs> and so right now the backpacks are not like, maybe if I hire somebody down the road and they can like help me manage that whole piece of my business, like that would be awesome. That'll but, happen. 
So it is getting something made and produced and you, you know, sometimes the hardest part, well, not the hardest part is, but finding a, finding a source that you can rely on. So, but it is, it's a challenge to figure out how to make all that happen, how to market it, how to pay for it, where to start when it's all you, only you. Right. And then, and then the whole like shipping piece, it's just so much time and it's a love, but like the more, the more I worked and dabbled in all these things, which was very important, I think for me figuring out, cause in the beginning I'd be like, yeah, I own this company called Bonanza. What do you do? I'm a designer. Yeah. Well, you know, I do a lot of things, but I mean, then I'll talk for five minutes about what I do and I need to consolidate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think then I was like, it's helping me figure out mm. what I do want to do. And what I do want to do is design prints. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, I don't necessarily want to be the one that is printing. Right, right. Again, other people again, that are doing that. And very good yes. at it. Mm-hmm. I want to be doing it in a unique way. So like whether it's the giant block printed murals, like that was, that like lit me up because mm-hmm. it was like I was developing a new way of doing something that I love that no one, that I, I as far as I know, was different and new. Right. I haven't seen that. Or just recently, I'm obsessed with washi tape. <laughs> and I'm like doing because so when I'm not at my studio, because my kids are at home a, a few days during the week, I'm like at my dining room table. And I don't have access to my blocks and my ink mm-hmm. and my fabric. So I'm like, what do I have? I have my sketchbook. And this amazing tape that is slightly transparent mm. that acts a lot like ink. Huh. So I can like literally develop prints in my sketchbook that act a, like act a lot like <gasps> ink. Oh, okay. So, okay. I know this is on your Instagram. Yeah. Most of them are so on So what my she means is she's using colored washi tape and cutting it into a shape, say, and layering it over each other. So where the pink is overlaid with the yellow, you get orange and you cut out these triangles and you get this amazing. Okay. That is blowing my mind. Blowing my mind. I will I'm post obsessed. some pictures of this. <gasps> I did not realize what, cause I didn't stop long enough when I was looking at your Instagram, but what? I've I know. never seen anything like that. I, and it, it feels so good. And it's like so much like block printing. But then it's like, uh, you're kind of limited because the edges are sharp. Yeah. Unless you really spend a lot of time to cut circles out. Right. But like, wow. Oh, the way that it overlaps. Like I was at the craft store with my kids and I saw this pack of tape and I was like, ooh, that would be fun to play with. And then I just started and now you can like overlap it with thing with ink lines or oh my god there's just the possibilities. This is so okay you've I kind of think you invented something. I I it feels so it, it kind like in that way this I'm lo- I love this and I like I love doing the murals and like creating this other way of creating repeat patterns. Fantastic. So, so you are obviously a creative thinker all the time. I mean, you, you put it to practice. I, I love that in your quiet time or when you can find time, you're figuring out a way to do something creative. And I, I am a huge admiration of that because sometimes the only energy I have is just to look on Instagram, but 
Yeah. Well, I think too, it's funny because I, I was thinking about like inspiring, like inspiration in general in that huge scary word. And then like acting on the inspiration, I feel like is what I have gotten good at. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I do a lot of really great thinking in the shower mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't have a screen in front of my face and my kids aren't talking to me. And so I get all these awesome ideas and I'm like, I have to do something with that idea. Like I need to not let that fester. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like there was this, and I think about this all the time too. There's in an Elizabeth Gilbert book, she talks about, I can't remember which book, but she talks about inspiration and she had this inspiration to, for this book and she had like the outline and over a few years she had worked on tidbits of it, but she hadn't like focused on it or given it any real dedicated time. And she was like having lunch with an author friend in South America. And this friend literally had the same Mm. idea. And she talked about how like inspiration Mm -hmm. is sort of like on the wind. Like it's sort of like this fleeting thing that if, if an idea doesn't stick with you, then it'll move on and find somebody else. I really have found that to happen. And, and I've seen it in ways where people get like, you took my idea, you know, like I was drawing duckbilled platypuses, you know, but <laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> but it, it really is true. It's really interesting. I think in, in that certain level of, I don't know, creative energy or energy in general, um, there's, if we're observant, I think, and we're, we're picking up things from, you know, trends or what's happening in the world around us or the news or something, it starts to create certain thoughts or ideas in our head. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, maybe somebody else is having that same confluence, you know? Right. But anyway, I just think, so with your inspiration and with, with what you're doing, what's in, in the fact that the bags you're kind of stalling and just figuring it like you don't want to be a manufacturer necessarily. So when you've tried your hand at those things and, and you're, you have all this gorgeousness that needs to get out in the world, what's your, what are your thoughts on that? Yes. I feel like that is my current. I have so much. My partner always says this to me. I have so much content. Mm. Like I have just keep making things and Mm -hmm. just like for the purpose of making things Mm -hmm. like, or making things for myself, which I feel like I need to stop. (laughs) That makes me feel like what I'm doing is a hobby, Mm. which I, this is the, that is a much bigger conversation. Well, that's a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, what, what other people think, right. And what we, what lights us up and what other people's opinions are about that. And that's sometimes a challenge. It's, it's really hard for me. And like, yes, if someone came and asked me to block print them yardage to make a dress or, or asked me to like, I'm making myself a dress, but if somebody came to me and was like, can I pay you to, to do that for me? I'd be like, yeah, for 500 bucks. Like (laughs) it was so much time and effort and I do it for myself, but am I willing to do the same thing for other people? I don't know. It's, it's a very, it's a, it's a, okay. So, but back to your question. Well, it is, it's taking it (laughs) from your head and your table and, or your walls to a profit. Yes. To a place where like 
I can keep doing what I love. Yes. But it can be financially stable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what's that look like? Lucky me. After we were at Alt Summit, I met Narita Hansen, Mm -hmm. who I had known of and loved and stalked (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) So Narita Hansen is the brainchild behind Hansen Print Textiles um, from Australia, brainchild, creative genius, and badass be behind handsome print textiles and the textiles she's she makes um break the mold because they're not just 45 inch they're wider they're on linen they're on you know they're just they're the prints aren't a certain size they're big they're bold they're whatever mood she like she's like why does it have to fit a certain sort of standard i'm this is me with my, my view of what's happening there. And I am just inspired every day by her. Yeah. I feel like look at when I like looked at the work that she does and when I looked at the artists that she does work with, I was Mm -hmm. like, this is a woman that speaking a different language than others. Mm -hmm. It's not like Christmas fabric for Christmas. It's like, (laughs) you know, like that, that kind of, I'm like, one time I was in an email exchange with an agent that didn't work out, but he was like, we're always looking for nautical themed things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's one way of doing it for sure. But that, but you're a, you're a, as we say here on windowsill chats, you, you know, you have a brand, but your brand is not you. However, you are one of those people that really has a strong brand you're building. You have a look, a passion, a feeling for what should, for what you want to put out into the world. And you're going about it in a way that that's going to be what you put out in the world. And I have huge respect for that. Thank you. Yeah. It was very much like I have gotten so good in the last three years of listening to my gut. So important. So important. We keep coming back to that here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if, if someone comes to me and I'm like, oh, they're a friend, I really don't want to do that project, but for them, I should. Like mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm like, watch your shoulds. Those, that's it. If you say should, mm-hmm. the answer is no. And that's it. Like it, if it feels like you're doing someone a favor, then the answer is probably no. Yeah. You got to do yourself some favors. Long. I mean, granted, we need to pay the rent, but. Yes, if, so the true. more you can stick to your guns about what feels right, I feel like you have some things cooking that are really going to put you on the scene in the way that feels right for you. Yeah. So Narita and I started chatting about doing some block printed fabrics, which is really important to me, you know, that I want these to also support this community that has given me so much in India and open themselves to me. Like, I don't want to take this amazing thing that I've learned and, and not give them credit for being mm-hmm. part of that. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. I love that. She was on board and like, yes, let's, let's work with them. Let's do, do this fabric that will take longer to print you know, will be more expensive, but what an so amazing... she's down for printing it there and not digitally printing it. She's some of down. it. We're going to okay. do 
a combo. A little bit of both. We won't go into the details, but that's yeah. exciting. <laughs> well, and so, you know, based on what I told you earlier about my ACE camp trip, she and I had a conversation a few months ago. Yeah, well, everything was put on hold, obviously. And she was like, we're going to have to wait on this. But then a, a few months ago, it's everything kind of picked back up. And we started having more conversations about making this happen and, you know, possibly discussing workshops. And um, she said, well, I talked to um, Heather Moore and uh, she's on board with doing this with us, collaborating on this. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's full circle. Do you remember when she, <laughs> she's like, oh, I know Bethany. Cause the, the, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yes. Pinch me. Somebody you, pinch me. It really is, you guys, putting it out there and having those conversations and keeping those keeping those contacts and yeah, just being willing to ask. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So we can look forward to once it's figured out some fabric through handsome print textiles, probably with printed and printed in a couple different ways in your bold, fabulous, colorful style. I'm very excited about that. I'm I'm like, it's like keeping me going. Yeah. It's so exciting. I love that. I love that. I mean, that you're sticking to what feels right to you. It's hard. Sometimes you probably feel like giving up, but you haven't. And I think you're, you're talking to the right people and, you know, going to alt summit is where you put your, I mean, Narada was there. I was there. Lots of people were there. All these people at my workshop. I'm like, when would this ever happen anywhere else ever? Right. Alt Summit is is a conference uh, that happens once a year when it's not COVID now in Palm Springs. And it's a it's an amazing uh, coming together of some beautiful business minds and just creative minds and all sorts of goodness. So anyway, I just I'm very excited that these things are starting to unfold for you. And I think I really do think, Bethany, that that there's a lot I mean, you've already dug into manufacturing a little bit. I mean, I can see once you land on something that maybe works differently or, you know, there's products that might have fewer zippers or, you know, things like that. that I feel like I, I chose the most complicated product to start with. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I could do pillows. That would be a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, there's, there's tricks to everything, but I yes. love that you're willing to roll your sleeves up and and figure it out. And I know you're doing the the hard work around that for yourself and you're investing in yourself and that's never a bad idea. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. I wanted to ask you about your kids. Are your kids oh, creative? Yeah. So in people that inspire me, they let's talk about that. Let's talk about who inspires you. Yeah. Number one is I have two boys, eight and 12 and they Seeing the difference when I was, you know, full-time mom, only creative during this little window, I'd come home. I was like, mom, I was mom. But now that I own this business and I like live creatively, Mm -hmm. they like see me making this stuff. They like partake in the making of the stuff. They talk about me differently. My older son is like my biggest marketer supporter. Like he goes and he tells all of his teachers about me. He like wears sweatshirts that I make and like people ask, it tells him all about me. Like even if I'm there, he's like, you know who my mom is? 
Bonanza. And I'm like, oh my God. It's like, I love that. It's, he's, he's amazing. And my younger son, like this, and I hope that I never lose this vision of him. You know, it was like the middle of January. He's in like boots, snow pants, everything, all the things. He comes in, he takes his gloves off and he digs into his coat pocket and he pulls out like probably 20 pieces of paper that he had cut in different shapes and he put them on the table and he was like, mom, I was thinking we could color these. <gasps> and I'm like, I love that. Let's color them. And then we can make a pattern with them. And he goes, let's do it. So we like sat down with markers and we colored all of his crinkly little pieces of paper oh. shapes. And I was like, dude. And actually one of the shapes inspired a print that I did. Ah, that's so cool that he came to you with those shapes and wanted to color them, which is also not maybe where my brain would have gone. Very cool. It was like his little hand with all the crinkly pieces of paper. I was like, dude, this is amazing. He'll probably remember that forever. Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah. You're a good mama. I try. (laughs) We're inspired. We're inspired by our, our kiddos. I love that. Who else is inspiring you? Oh my God, Jean or Janine Van Gool from Uppercase. I think about her all the time. Mm. I do not know her. I've emailed her. I mean, I've emailed with her like once or twice, but just like her and what she does for the creative community and what she does on her own. She is a powerhouse. She is. There's the word. She's a designer. She's a publisher. She's an editor. She does it all. She's like I just creative. love though how much she stands for other creatives. Like she just puts everyone out into the world so generously. Yes. And and she's so thoughtful about like even the surface pattern design guide. She came out with a video, you know, mm. afterwards talking through what worked and what didn't. And I'm like, she didn't have to do that. Oh, wow. That's cool. Because I, I do know people that entered that and were accepted and those that didn't. And we're like, why, why didn't I get accepted? That's, yeah. that's a gift. Yeah, it was. I watched the whole thing. It was very informative. And, and again, like she, she didn't need to do this, but she's so. She's invested. Invested in this creative community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can feel it. I mean, you know it. She's created this entire publication to promote other people, to give someone else a stage. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's incredible. That's so. what it's all about. We, yeah, I'm, I love that so much. And then finally, there's this local group that I co-founded called Vermont Womenpreneurs and it's mm. all women owned small businesses. And um, it's amazing. It started out with this idea to do a showcase, which was kind of like a Ted talk sort of, mm. but these business owners had five minutes to tell their story and on stage and we sold out, we sold wow. out three or four showcases before COVID started. And what a great idea. Oh my God. People are so wanting to hear these stories and real stories. You know, I was feeling personally as a new business owner that, that it, there wasn't the, the story of the beginning stages was not being told very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All of the trials and tribulations. Yes. And yeah. I, in an honest way, like yeah, right. a lot of people say like, oh, the first year is really first three years really hard. But then like, look at me now. Right. <laughs> no, like, no, I want to like, first no, let's like yeah. get into the meat of that. That's the part we all need just to realize we're not alone in. Yeah. 
Like, be real. And I think that's why this was such a big deal here. And it's kind of like my original idea for it was like, like a science fair almost. Like, because when you go to networking events and you're like, hi, I'm Bethany. I own Binanza Design. I'm a designer. These are the products I make. This is what I do. Like, you find yourself repeating yourself 25 times. Mm -hmm. But here you are in this room full of 150 people and you can do this five-minute presentation on your business in an honest way. And then all of a sudden, these 150 people know who you are, and they come to talk yeah. to you, and they've learned about you. And it's like, it's a it's a pretty incredible tool. So in the shift to COVID, um, we've kept up like Zoom coffee meetups mm-hmm. once a month, which have been, I mean, it's hard that that's all that we've been able to do. But it's also amazing because we still give space for all of these women that you come on this call, there's maybe 40 people mm-hmm. in this zoom, and we take an hour and everybody introduces themselves. Everybody says what their business is and something and an, and an ask mm-hmm. or an aspiration. Oh, nice. So then if there's like somebody else in the room that could help you with that, like it's like this incredible give and take community and, and these women, every time we have these coffee, I feel so inspired. It sounds like something that could be broader than just where you are. Oh my, 100%. I mean, I I remember talking to somebody at Alt Summit about it and she was in Oregon and she's like, how do we get that here? How do I get that? Mm -hmm. There's something else to chew on for sure. That's really interesting. I just think it's that women coming together, sharing about their businesses, sharing about the hard part. I mean, you know, that's a little bit about there. There's many of us doing that in in certain different ways, but to, to figure out a framework um, and follow the lead of, of something that's already successful would be something else to put on the list. Uh, Well, I just love hearing where you're going, what, has gotten you there. And I appreciate you sharing it with the rest of us. I'm totally inspired by what I see. I still have hanging in Cooper's room was the little thing I made at that little class with your wooden prints and on that gorgeous paper. And I just love that you had all those carved with your designs. And do you sell? So the fabric we can look forward to, but is there any way, like, how can we see what you're doing and how can we get some? Great question. Um, I am... I do a monthly download on my website that I post on Instagram um, for a calendar that I do a different graphic print each month. Love it. So that is free and available through my website. And I'm just started last month doing super limited, like I come up with an idea and I do five prints Mm. and I sell them. And when they're gone, they're gone. Mm. But it's also really great for me to see what is popular because then, mm-hmm. oh, like if, if maybe I don't want to block print 50 of these prints, I could have a local screen printer do because, you know, my last one was like, put your big girl pants on mm-hmm. with my pant block. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a great, like, that's a fun Bethany style quote that I could totally like sell prints of that. Like, yeah. So I'm hoping that me being able to focus on those five prints will help like ignite new ideas. And so those are available usually the second Monday of the month. And that's as far as those are the things that I am offering. But as part of the work that I'm doing with Heather and Narita, we're hoping to have a kit 
Mm. with some lovely things included. Mm. Um, So people will be able to see and touch and print with these lovely wood blocks. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So this is all in the works, but it's so, so that is a way that people can like bring it into their house and their home and like get a pair of pants and go do something with them customize your jeans or go in your closet and grab a white shirt that you haven't worn in a year and make it into a statement piece like there's it's gonna be so much fun i I love that i can't (laughs) wait i can't wait bethany's website and brand name is bonanza design b-e-e like buzzing b n-a-n-z-a bonanza design.com at bonanza design on instagram go check her out you found another kindred spirit who's working hard to make her dream happen and i really appreciate you sharing that with us thank you so much margo that's it for this episode of windowsill chats thanks so much for being here with me it's just so great to be able to bring you these conversations with the fantastic people and wonderful friends that I've met and made along the way. Make sure you subscribe to Windowsill Chats on your favorite podcast app and please share it with a friend. And if this episode spoke to you, I'd really appreciate it if you would also leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can just go to the bottom of the episode you've just listened to and it'll let you leave a review. If you have any questions or want to check out more details or inspiration that we talked about, head over to the show notes at windowsillchats.com or tantowstudio.com. They'll both take you to the same place. I can't wait to share more stories with you again next week. I value your time and I absolutely believe in your potential. Have a great one, everyone, and stay creatively curious.